do you have more pictures of your goats than yourself on your phone? Does your vacation time get spent attending goat shows? Can you have a conversation without bringing up dairy goats? Neither can we. So join us as we talk to the country's best breeders, judges, appraisers, and industry experts about all things dairy goats. We are John Kane and Danielle Caroli. Welcome to Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. Starting the episode with a nice Diet Coke. I know, I was going to say, what a tease. Like, you're like, this is Ringside, we're drinking. It's a Coke. <laughs> What's up, everyone? And welcome to Ringside. I'm drinking a Diet Coke. And it honestly is a Diet Coke because we are doing one of the rare episodes where we record in person. And so, yes, he cracked the Diet Coke. Nothing exciting. Nothing exciting because drink of the day killed me yesterday. We're at the Dutchess County Fair, folks, and we're enjoying ourselves. And yesterday I enjoyed myself a little too much. Yeah. That yeah. was a you problem. That was well, that was a tyranny problem, not a me problem. <laughs> <laughs> she had to deal with me, okay. I was having a good old time drinking pirate punch, which for anybody that wants to partake in pirate punch, all you need is a half a bottle of rum, apparently, and pineapple juice and fruit juice and cherries, and you're good to go. Though I will say, did you have it with the we did so i have a blender in my camper and one of our other drinks of the day involved sherbet lemoncello and prosecco which another really good it was pretty good it was okay it was really good because it was really hot and so it was just refreshing Mm -hmm. went down way too easy and so anyway (laughs) um with that we realized we had the blender and so we brought that out for that and then we realized it would be good for John's drink as well. And so we did it over it's ice. It was a slushy. It was a slushy. That was good. It was pretty damn good. And thank you, Kathy Kelly, for bringing us her blender from oh, the 19th. 19- blender. Oh, well, your blender looks like it was from the 1950s. It probably is from the 1950s. <laughs> so my camper is equipped with wonderful thrift store finds for times like this when you need a blender. And it's a fancy camper, people. Like, there's nothing vintage about this thing. All right. I walked in here and I was like, oh, we're living it up. We're in the studio. Yeah. This is now officially Ringside Studio Mobile Part 2 because yours is Ringside Studio Mobile Part 1. Yep. I have the Ringside Studio. We're just expanding. Well, mine turned into a daycare. So for me and Alice, (laughs) me during drink of the day, Alice for every other day. So tyranny was ready to kill you? I don't know. That was fun. You you know I'm a cranky person or just kind of a serious person. When cranky. Tyranny's mom's like, oh, John's drinking. We get fun, John, tonight. Oh, I'm no. like, oh, man. I'm sorry. I'm tired. It's been a long week. And we've had a hell of a week, Danielle. We have. Though I have to say, you did earn yourself a nickname. Mr. Sunshine. Why? Because every time you would pass a certain cow exhibitor, he in the morning when he was walking oh. his cows, he would see way too grumpy John and somebody who couldn't really form sentences or want to be around. And so every time then I would see him and he goes, oh, how's Mr. Sunshine today? <laughs> I'm not used to waking up at seven o'clock in the morning to do chores. 
what? waking. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say, I was thinking getting there at seven o'clock in the morning. There were some days where I was there at like 7.30-ish, maybe eight. Today was not one of those days, Danielle. Okay, I was there about nine o'clock. Today? Was it show day that you were there? I'm I was there. Think. Show days, I was there super early. Okay, see. I was there at like 6.30, I'm sure days. There was the one day. Okay, I'll give you that one day. Two days. It was a two day I show. didn't get the second Wednesday. I was late, so. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We had a little bit of a situation. <laughs> Let's talk about free Kathy Kelly. Can we please? <laughs> can we please talk about free Kathy Kelly at Dutchess County Fair 2023? So. Use it as a hashtag, folks. <laughs> poor Kathy. She's going to kill us. Um, <laughs> so one of the things we found out that we were very surprised about this fair was how secure an RV can be <laughs> when you are trying to get into it. So I didn't have much confidence in my deadbolt lock when I'm here. I mean, obviously we're not, nobody's bothering anybody. Everybody knows everybody. The campers are right next door to each other. We're in a safe space. But with that, I always deadbolted my lock at night and kind of was like, ha ha ha. This is just more of a thing for me than to actually keep somebody out. But no, it is very <laughs> complicated to get into a camper that is locked when you do not have the keys. And so was it, must have been, no, it was Tuesday, it's night. Tuesday night. So this episode is going to be so much of a web of stories. Oh, it is. We're going off no scripts. It's just off the cuff, having fun, so, reflecting. Tuesday night was our show day or my big show day, but it's a two day show. So Tuesday and Wednesday was our show. And because I was done showing most of my animals, the only thing I had to do was then show my AOP in the combined show, yep. which she was a, she's a March kid. So I just had to kind of prance her around twice and we were good, but there's premium money involved. So she goes in the ring. Um, I wasn't too worried about Wednesday. And so we stayed up pretty late. And <laughs> Maybe a little too late. No, no. We were, we were, I was in my camp. Initially I was in my camper before midnight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. That was, you. yeah, exactly. This was a, this was a chill night for me. And so I was in bed, I or no, in my camper, trying to take my contacts out so I can go to bed. I get one contact out, and I get a call, and I'm like, "Oh shoot!" Turns out, because it was the first night of fair, Kathy had gone out to turn on her water, and inadvertently locked her camper with the keys inside of it. And could not get back in. She didn't have a spare key. What? So I said, not a problem. We have plenty of space in our camper. Come sleep in our camper. We pulled out the couch for her, got her some pillows and all of that stuff. The problem was that the next day for her was her main show day. And most of her whites and her clothes and everything, everything and things that you would need to be presentable in the show ring and not... <laughs> Were, Did it smell okay? Yeah, you know? <laughs> her camper and not in her ta and not in her tack area. So we tried our keys. 
We tried other people's keys because for the most part, they're <laughs> trying your keys. Well, because there's only so many, I guess, there's only so many camper keys that exist around here. But instead of like calling the police or checking with security to see if they had something who could help, we called somebody who had a drill. And then we tried to figure out how we could get in. So we had two kind of teams working on this effort <laughs> and it ended up as it tends to happen to kind of be in a, a race. A and, race? Yeah. We're doing an amazing race, well, guys, let's was, go. Who could enter this camper? The Who's first? a better burglar? Yeah, exactly. Who's better at B&E? And so, so we had somebody trying to open the emergency window. And then we had somebody taking a giant drill and trying to drill out the lock to open it. And spoiler alert, it's a lot easier to get into the emergency window. I don't even know what window is the emergency window. So is it the per, big? It's this one right here. I don't know which you would have to figure out which one is yours. Yeah, it's, it's probably the same window, the, the pop out portion, big window. Something, one camera. of them. Yes. And so. Okay. There's latches on the emergency window. And so what we were able to do was we were able to pry the screen or we were able to pry like a flap of the other part of the window open so we could cut the screen, put our hand in, get one latch. Then we got like a crowbar thing to hit the second latch. And we were able to then throw somebody through the window. And then they ended up because what had actually latched was the outside deadlock. So the one you really can only lock from the outside, mm -hmm. they couldn't even open that Stop. door. They had to open the back door, like the little storage door. And then we ended up. So in the meantime, the main latch had a drill in it because we were trying to open it that way. Um, and so then we ended up, we got it open. We got the keys. We took the main latch off and switched them out so that this way she had a functioning lock, lock that could open and close and all was right in the world we did it early enough in the morning that none was, of the cops showed up no well, oh, show. no 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 listen <laughs> that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world um but no so we were good but yeah crisis averted crisis averted Keep spare keys in. I'm gonna trucks. get her. We have a lockbox on in under one of our storage areas mm -hmm. that we keep a spare key. I'm gonna get her one of those for Christmas. Oh my god, something. we could put a ringside sticker on it. Yes, there let's we go. go. Yeah. So full circle. Yeah. So keep spare keys. Trucks are a good place to keep them. Um, near your like in your storage areas of your camper are a good place to keep mm -hmm. them because. It wasn't that the door was locked. It was that she was having latch issues. Like the oh, so that's the latch. Because I was going to say, it's hard to lock up a camper without the key. key. Yes. And so what it was is the like the deadbolt was weird mm. and got messed up and locked itself. Gotcha. Yes. That's so, tough. Yeah. So poor, she was a trooper. She handled it very well. Well, I, I would assume so. She let you guys drill holes into her camper. Well, she didn't have a choice at that. Listen. We figured we knew a few places where we could get the screen repaired. So did you do, did you do that? No. Oh, but you know of them. Well, she could take it home to her place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's her. That's a her issue. That's a her issue. So yeah, <laughs> no. But we saved the day. 
She got to show her alpines in her whites, not in her pajamas. She had a good day. She did have a good day. You had a good day on Tuesday as well. I had a good day on Tuesday and Wednesday. And Wednesday. Yes. Yes. Let's recap the show. Well, and then you had a good day Tuesday and Wednesday as well. I, we did good. We did yeah. well. We did. We we had a good time. Should we before we could go because again, crazy web of podcast episode prep work to get to there. Do we touch on that or do we just breeze right past? We have episodes we where we talk about prep to fair and the lack of prep to fair and speak for yourself. What do you mean? I was, pretty, I, was, I was pretty prepped because Tierney was pretty prepped. Yes. And so. you also were competing against me to get your dose clipped. Yes. And some of them looked great and some of them didn't because of undercoat issues. Which, by the way, Danielle. Uh-oh. Can you solve this? Guess what I just picked up today? Thanks to Kathy Kelly again. This was the Kathy Kelly episode. What did you pick up? Two bags of Duraferm. Uh-oh. Gonna give it a try. See how see it does. It. Do you think it's gonna help that? I think so. Okay. So I, I've got, I definitely have mineral issues. Okay. So I think it's going to help, maybe help them shed out and not grow as much cashmere. Okay. So we'll see. But the, my goats were clipped. The ones that I wanted to look good looked great. So that's all I can ask for. And when you, hold on, we're going to back up on that for a second. Because when you say the ones you wanted to look great looked great, you're not talking their general condition. Because they all, yeah, yeah, yeah. all your does are very well conditioned. Right. Um, You're talking the coloring of their coat because. Yes. So with the cashmere that they grew because of being under a fan, because of all the rain, they just grew a lot of cashmere. And when you clip an overhostly that has cashmere underneath, they come out gray. Like ghost gray, like it would be a really cool breed if I could breed just a slate gray goat like that that wasn't like grown. Mm -hmm. So, two clipped out gray, one of them egregiously gray. Thank God she's an experimental. She looks black <laughs> right now, but she looks like a black dove. There's pictures, and my brother who knows nothing about goats was like, well, what goat's that? I don't remember you having a black goat. Did you get another goat? Get too many goats. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, I've had this one. She's usually brown. Here's what she usually looks like. Looks like a completely different animal. But yeah, we had two that were off standard for Oberhausley, probably. With color. Yeah. So, it happens. It happens. Yeah. And you'll see if you can fix it with minerals oh yeah they'll be once their hair grows up they'll be fine well and, but that's also that oberhosley hair that that bottom part of it isn't it we've talked about yeah this a it's little like bit. barred yeah yeah so the ends will be red making them look really red and then you clip that down they'll be almost black and then if you cut it down even more they'll be lighter it's just like a barred hair um oops, whatever. so yeah. another reason why overhosley are just the worst so <laughs> Speaking of just the worst, we'll talk about a presentation we gave. But <laughs> the presentation itself wasn't the worst, but I was probably the worst during that. Uh, but yeah, so we we both got to fair on schedule. You were a little late. No, I wasn't. I don't think. You were like, I'm going to be there by 2 o'clock. You were like 6 p.m. pulled in. No. Wrong. I'm not. No. No, you are wrong. So my plan was to bring the goats up in the two, I had a window from two to four. Um, and so 
the plan was to bring the goats up between two and four and unload the trailer. And then I got my goats up on time, but I still had all my stuff at my house, mm. which was totally fine. And I just went back afterwards. So I showed up when you saw me. It was after I had unloaded my goats, got them all set up, then went then home went, okay. and then came back. Yeah. So yeah. We were both prepped pretty well though. I don't think we forgot much. I'm trying to think if we forgot anything at all. I forgot Shoshin, the spread. Well that's it. But Tyler Ramirez hooked me up. He came show day and I was like, hey man, I have these goats that look gray. And I forgot my show string or uh, show sheen spray at home, which I know some judges don't like it, but I was very light on it just to change the color back to blackish, not gray. Um, so he pulled through with that. He, dude's a trooper. Mm-hmm. He showed some goats for me. Let's talk about Tuesday Junior Show. Okay. Junior Show was fun. Yes. What could be the title of this episode and what if you had a dollar for every time I said it, you'd be pretty rich. What was I saying to everybody that was like, oh, da, da, da. well, John's excuse. It wasn't an excuse. His misbehaving goats <clears throat> was that apparently they were all in heat. Not all, but a lot were in heat. Poor Tyler got hit upside the jaw, underneath the jaw by my dry yearling, who is a perfect princess every other time. And she was in blubbering heat, literally like a buck. I didn't know she was in heat until he put her in the holding pen and was complaining to me about her. And we look over and she's blubbering at some does in the next pen over oh. like a bug. I'm like, oh, she's in heat apparently. But yes, I did say it a lot. Yeah. Because it was true. Right? I don't know what you want me to do. They were in heat. Yeah, I guess. It didn't seem to matter though. We had a good day. You did have a good day. We are recorded grades. It wasn't a it wasn't there wasn't 10, I don't think. I think there was like eight, maybe mm-hmm. seven. Um, but we had grand with my one dry yearling and reserve with the or the Guernsey type, which mm-hmm. was surprising with her shoulders. Yeah, but there's enough about her that there is. Yeah. She's got a lot going for her. She's a powerful dog. Um Obies, we did good. We got reserve in one ring with our dry yearling. Vi, and then we got Grand and Reserve with Vi, and then our kid Kyurum. Yeah. So, and then you got Best in Show too, and I the got, Junior Show. I got her. Best in Show with Ring Two with Kyurum. You got Best in. No, you're wrong. You're. Wasn't it? Or was... with I did I say Kyurum? Yeah, you did. Let's tell another story here, folks. With <laughs> Vi, Best in Show with Vi. So. <clears throat> Uh, Vi, my dry yearling that I got from Kurt Schnippy, she got reserve in the first ring and I was, you know, super excited and I go to grab my paperwork real quick and I don't know if I just glanced at her name, but I remember, like, I was like, oh yeah, this is her because, like, I'm looking at the tattoos as I'm pulling it out and I remember 12. So I give to the judge, judge that checking tattoos and she's like, hey, this is definitely a P and not an R. This says P12, and this was never an R. This is definitely a P. And I'm looking, and I'm like, yeah, you totes right. And I'm like, geez, thinking in my brain, like, geez, what did he do when he tattooed this kid? Why would it be a P and not an R? This is crazy. So then she's like, yeah, 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 you know, that's fine. And then she's like, but it's, you know, I got to mark it down like that. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I'm thinking, 
And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, as I'm like sending somebody a message, like, man, her tattoo is messed up. That's crazy. And <laughs> I'm like, wait, she was definitely a P year kid, not an R year kid. R was this year. I was like, yeah. there's no way. So then I look, grab my book real quick and I'm flipping through it. And I'm like, I grabbed the wrong goat's papers so that I give her the right goat's papers. It just so happens that they're both overboard does. And one's P12 and the other one's R12. Like, what are the chances? Yeah. No. So she she got the right paperwork. Luckily, she was able to recheck it. And she's like, this is definitely her, right, John? And I'm like, yes, this is definitely yeah. her. And uh, everything was good. But it was a, a quick heart attack moment for that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah. she went best in show. It was our first time having an over go best in show. So that was fun. Right, because the other one last year was experimental. Yeah. Yeah. But you had a good junior show, too, dude. We did. We did. I think we went grand. We definitely went grand in one ring. Yes. And no, we, that was it. Yeah. So we went grand in one ring. Can you invest in your show? No. no, no, no. Sally did because you were able to take. Oh, that's right. So yes. One, it was Sally Graybill, who has Owl Ridge over Hosley and Dairy Goats. And so she had a dry yearling that went grand and ended up going best in show. Yeah. So and it was two over Hosley, which is so rare for the breed. And it, it was a quality show. It's not like it was like oh, yeah. one of those stinker shows that you're like, oh, this breed's good, but this one wasn't. No, like there was great kids. I mean, your Nubians looked fantastic that day. Your sign looked good. There was some nice Nigerians. Um but they were an AOP with Sonnens, which is the craziest thing I've ever seen. I've never seen Sonnens and Nigerians in AOP together. And it was a sight to behold. It was definitely interesting. And I'm sure for the judges was quite a brain exercise. Yes. Because the goats are just so vastly different. And it really worked out. There was a few La Manchas, but it really was our AOP was Sonnens and Nigerians. Mm -hmm. And so you had the Nigerians and the, then you would right next to it would be a Sonnen. And you so have a butterball. And well, you have I wasn't going to say that. I wasn't going to say that, but <laughs> yeah. So it was, I was thinking to myself, Oh boy, this is definitely an interesting one to judge. And I don't, I don't think know. I've ever seen it ever. Usually well, Nigerians are sanctioned by themselves. Right. And that's the thing. We will probably be sanctioning Nigerians anyway, next year by themselves. But for a while, we were one of the rare areas in the country where we had no Nigerian dwarfs okay. and, or none that were really showing and none that were coming to the, our County fair. And so now we finally have 4-Hers who are getting into them. And so there is now quite a presence in the barn. But the last couple of years, there's only like one herd, two herds. Yeah. So yep. that's one of the reasons we got out of them. Yeah. Wasn't any competition. No? Yeah. So, but yeah, you had you had good junior show. Yes. And then you had an amazing senior show. Yes. Yeah. Like, no, seniors. You killed it. Seniors, we ended up. We got legs on two does, so a two-year-old went grand in one ring, and then a four-year-old went grand in the other ring, and then our nine-year-old doe ended up going best of breed mm -hmm. in both rings, and then she went best in show. Nine-year-old doe going best in show, and she looked fantastic. 
She definitely did. I was really happy with yeah, her. Yeah. So I'm holding Jem in that ring and I'm just like, we're just here for funsies. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no way. She's never been that best in show dough. So it's like, oh, we're just, you're milked out and you're not happy. So this is great. Yeah. But I was happy you got it because she looked really good that day. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, Jem, spoiler alert, she went best in best of breed in one ring. You know, talk about the other ring. And <laughs> I can't even. And then uh, we had a reserve grand champion, uh, Rosette, for my two-year-old first freshener, who looked really good. The doe that beat her was well more deserving. I mean, just an older doe. She was eight-year-old, I think. That, She's seven or eight. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, somewhere on there with like five or six freshenings. And she looked good. Black doe, too. Black overhousely. And she was really pretty. So I'm standing in that lineup and I'm like, please don't pick this two-year-old. Please don't pick. And he kept looking at her and I'm like, please don't do it. Yeah. But the, the right doe won for that. And I was really excited for Sally. So yeah. And might be an unrestricted leg for my doe because Sally can't remember if she's already finished or not because she has quite a few old girls that have won here and there and everywhere. So she's thinking back on it. She'll let me know. Either way, it doesn't really matter. I'm still going to show my dog get two legs that I know will count um, of down the road. But yeah, I was, I was like, oh, that'd be cool if I got an unrestricted leg. I have a feeling you there's an unrestricted leg from that. Because I was kind of, that black doe I've been watching. I she know can't I remember if it's just four eight shows. Of, well, and that's that's the only thing. But yeah. I know I think I gave her a leg. Yeah. And it was definitely official. And I remember a few other shows, but I don't know. So yeah, there's a potential that she was finished. And because the over Hosley, which there's a potential that this doe was finished, which because she was finished would allow the reserve grand champion to earn a restricted leg. However, there was 21 over Hosley milkers in the breed. Yes, mm-hmm. 21. 21. Over Hosley milkers, which is more than the 20. So that would bump that up to an un- unrestricted leg. So if she was finished, which I have a sneaky suspicion she probably was. Yeah, that's an unrestricted have, leg. They would, you would have walked away. But otherwise, yeah. you would have gotten nothing. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, it either exists and it's yeah. unrestricted or it doesn't exist. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm, I was happy she got reserved because it was a very competitive show. Was, Sally has a lot of old girls that can have stood the test of time. I think she has the best old, as, as a whole, her older does are the best in the country just because of how well they, they have stood up. You know, they might have, like, flaws, but as far as just, like, the generality, the, the longevity, the, the pasterns, the feet, the legs, like, it's all there. Yeah, she ended up going best herd, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm, or no, think, no, no Kathy, Kathy Kelly. Yeah, Kathy Kelly with her alpines. Yes, yeah, she was second. Which, those alpines are amazing. Oh. Her I mean, alpines the whole alpine show was... Alpines were nuts. Yeah. From where, like five years ago, from and maybe because I was new, but I feel like the quality just keeps getting better at Dodges, and like to the point where it's like get scary good. Yeah, I mean, Dodges always was weirdly this microclimate of crazy goats. Yeah, like we've had national champions just, exhibited here, yeah, year after year by different breeders and. 
probably at least there's probably been at least two breeds of national champions here, if not uh, Togs. Togs, Nubian, maybe oh, Nover. Because um, Wellbeing Farms used to, Crystal used to come and bring Wellbeing Farm animals. I think she brought Hot to Trot here. Yeah, Hot to Trot was here. So, yeah, so. Um, so at least the three breeds. Mm -hmm. If not, but then there's there's also like La Mancha's first place La Mancha's first place Nubians. Yeah. Um, like this is a weird microclimate, and in some ways it's just a county fair, but it's also not just a county fair. It's, it's pretty competitive. It's a competitive, and so when you looked at that lineup, you had crazy Alpines, crazy Oberhasli, my Nubians. I'm blanking on what other breeds. Oh, Toggenbergs were still pretty nice. Um, recorded green. Like it's just kind of a there's it's a powerful show. There's yeah. not there's not much there that you wouldn't want to take back into your own barn. The amount of recorded grades that have the lack of amount of recorded grades the last two years. I'm like, damn, we're about to freshen this dough. It's gonna hopefully be stunning, and it's not even gonna be official next year. So you better get on the ball and creating yourself some I, we're some working on it where as soon as we get back home it's going to be ordering cedars and yeah working on that stuff i'm i'm debating on if i'm going to do pg 600 and try to get some multiples out of my does this year's or if i'm just gonna throw the feed at them right before they go into heat well what you should do is you should stop feeding them grain for a while yeah and then flush them with a little bit of grain. Yeah. And then you would kind of create that natural. Yeah. And it's a good time because I just switched to once a day milking. Yeah. As soon as he milked out those does for the show, that was the last, that was his last twice a day. The last milking for twice a day. I was literally on Adgo's website looking at uh, sanctioned shows for the rest of the year. I was like, is there anything on here that I would go? Biggie, no. State Fair, no. I'm going through. I was like, mm, maybe that one. And I was like, no. And I'm like, um, we're done showing for the year. So, yeah, once a day it is. And the craziest thing is yesterday was hot as can be. This morning, my two-year-old second freshman whisper has made the most milk she's made all year. Oh, I'm sure. Unbelievable. I get, And obviously, she's on once a day, so she's going to be full. But there was... You couldn't put any more milk in this dog. Like I was like, this is amazing. Where was this all year? Apparently, I just got to switch her to once a day before nationals, and it'll be fine. Most people go three times a day. Yeah, I'm gonna switch go her to day. once a day. Oh boy. Yeah, but no, she looked good, and it was a fun show, man. I love this fair. Oh, I do too. I love it, but then towards the like today, yesterday, and today, I'm like, I just want to go. I want my bed. I just want my bed. Yeah. Especially my feet hanging off of our mattress and ours because it's, you know, the R the RV mattress is shorter than like a queen. So I'm not a tall guy. For my feet to be hanging off, it's a Tyranny's like, it's perfect because she's five foot nothing. Yeah. And I'm over here like, oh God, get me out of here. Yeah. No, I mean, you still. So I am going home. We're recording on Sunday. I am going home tonight. Mm hmm. John decides stays over one more night and then packs up and leaves Monday. So I am, I mean, my camper is pretty much empty right yeah. now. All I have to do is throw the groceries in the 
car and take my dog and we don't have any ice cream cakes in that freezer there are no ice cream cakes this year (laughs) which i don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast but if you learn nothing from this episode it is that ice cream cakes in a camper freezer which even if it is on the whole year ice cream cakes in a camper freezer do not last they don't they don't it's so yeah and when you find it and you get it you were disgusted so there is no ice cream cake in the freezer this year well that's because we ate it all for your birthday we did because danielle enjoyed her birthday and do i get to say how old (laughs) this would have been a good one to have the visual because john is looking at me right now going is it safe? Is she going to kill me? What is going to happen if I say her age? What is going on? Yeah, I I still haven't gotten the climate touch yet, so I'm just you're gonna... good. You can. Oh, okay. Danielle turned the dirty thirty. I did. Big milestone. Yeah. Well, thirty is the new twenty, is what I've been told. It is. It is. So I mean... next year we're gonna party hard. We're gonna try alcohol for the first time. Are we? Do we not do that every year? No, absolutely not. The drink of the day, let me tell you. First of all, yet we're not a bunch of lushes. At least one of us isn't, guys. You can guess which one is and which one isn't. But I have been good all week. I've tried the the drink of the day like a good boy. I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. But I don't know what it was last night. I was just like, go put our let our hair down and just drink and drink. We did. It was a fun night, though. A lot of joking around, talking about, not even talking about goats. We were talking about setting people up, and it was it was a fun time. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. It was it was fun. We and the, that's part of like the best part of the fair because I mean I know you go to bed much earlier than I do, but typically for myself, we're up until one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, just kind of hanging out, playing cards. Mm-hmm. not doing much else and you're just hanging out with friends and- yeah it's 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 a fun time and i don't go to bed that early but the thing is i take my shower at night so i'm like oh, it's about 10 o'clock i want to beat the guys that work down at the Car- the carnies basically i want to beat them and get there before 11 because usually 11 you're here oh amigo and then then they're all there and it's it's great so yeah, I leave out early and then I'll come back usually or I'll drive my truck in with a bale of hay. And what? What are you biting your what? You drive your truck in with the bale of hay and then you go to bed. Usually. Yeah, yeah. He he's making it seem like he comes back and hangs out. He does not. I'll stay in there and talk for like 15, 20 minutes. Okay, so. yes, yes, yes. So eleven fifteen at the camper sleeping. And then he doesn't get up and isn't doing his chores until later. I'll fall asleep. I feel so attacked right now. I'm old. Okay. Now that you're 30, you will soon, as the days keep on ticking, you'll be like, oh, my bones. I need to go rest my eyes. I will say, I will say. So after those two show days, actually, I can't even say this online. No, go ahead. No. I'll cut it out. I did have to take some aspirin or a little. Oh. What I did. They were long days. They were long days. But I, what I did was I took my aspirin and I washed it down with a margarita. 
So I don't think your doctor would recommend that. <laughs> this is what I was going to say. This probably shouldn't be a part of it. But that's what happened. It's your it birthday well. week. My you birthday know? week. Yeah, exactly. You got you to gotta peak physical <laughs> prowess for the week in order to survive. So if you get wash down ibuprofen with margaritas, not advised by yeah, we do side. Not okay. What like, we do as we no, don't do as we say. Not what whatever. Yeah, just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. We also had the opportunity to talk to the public right. about dairy goats. Yes. This actually, let's back on track, actually, yeah. important things instead of <laughs> so. this poor podcast episode. <laughs> I swear we're actually. I mean, I'll speak for myself, but I think we're, I'm sober. So today, yeah. Oh, I mean, I've been sober like most of the week, dude. <laughs> yeah. So I'm good. But no, no, no. So last year, one of our main feed stores in the area they lost their patriarch, and with that, they closed their feed store. And so their feed store was always kind of at the corner entering livestock hill which is where all the animals are at the Dutchess county fair mm-hmm. and it was great because if you forgot something you need more hay you want more feed you needed some hay feeders idel feeders like they had it they had it and so you would go there and so the other local feed company didn't have enough personnel to man both their store at home the cows they had at fair and also a booth at fair as well. So it presented this space that was open. And so some of the board of the fair staff decided that what would be good was to air a video about local Hudson Valley farms. And then also when that video wasn't airing to have farmers come and do general presentations. And I think it was, meet the farmers or meet a farmer farmer. and so ringside represented and we had a slot and how do we get how do we get that slot danielle we were asked very kindly (laughs) under wonderful circumstances that just kind of happened oh it happened and i get a phone call or tag i think it was, it was a, text a, te- a text message hey john we're uh, doing a presentation at fair oh no well no we're we're doing it so yeah so i'm like all right cool great so we had a fun time um they asked us to be on of course we were more than excited to talk to the public because we talk to the public every single week so we walked in we brought two of our goats one in milk and one in one drive Nubian. And yeah, we talked to the public, answered some questions. We were there for probably a half hour or so, 45 mm-hmm. minutes. And it was a good time. I mean, it was fun to reach out to the public, answer some questions. I think there's people that came, that were brought in, because of course we're on the mic, uh, were brought in by listening to us speak. And you could tell they wanted to get dairy goats or goats in general. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was a fun time. Yeah, no, very cool. I think it's going to be something that's going to be expanded on next year and just serve as another outreach to yeah. the public 
And I think it's going to be something that'll grow and continue. Have we'll just make a video next year. Because they had a TV there. I was like, I could have played the video that I made for Adga on the TV there. And we could have just sat there. Yeah. There you go. Next Any year. questions about how to milk goats? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it was good. I like the Dutchess County Fair for a lot of reasons. One of the main reasons is where your tack area is isn't like a pen right next to the goats because unfortunately there's we have so many goats that it's just not possible so we're behind like on the outside with pop-up tents and fridges and food and beverages lots of beverages and lots of chairs and it's a good time especially this year with alice running around you know my my cousin's daughter is a year older and they just run around like crazy having a fun time they're gonna be trouble in like 10 years like bad yeah 10 years they'll be 13 and so the gang will probably be like because there is a population of dairy goat i mean there's a population. it's funny because there are almost these weird segments of of livestock kids on the ground there's a like 13 year old contingency that's pretty strong there's a trickle of like 12 i want to say till five like there are some that exist in that era Mm -hmm. but they're few and far between but then there are the threes the twos and the ones and they're just taking over yeah and there's a big baby boom there was a big baby thanks covid yeah some of it is covid (laughs) some of it isn't um but with that there is a lot of kids but they all seem to have a good time. They were all playing together really oh, yeah. well. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, had we had energy. them swimming in big tubs of water. Yeah. It was really hot here. It's been a pretty mild week. Yesterday was the hottest day. Mm-hmm. It was a good time. Show show days, which are the most important days, yes. were good. No heat stroke here. So <laughs> No heat stroke on show day. No, you should have. I mean, it was such a long day. No, we, but there was no, the weather was fine. So there was no heat stroke. Can we talk a couple things about show day? About well, because we haven't already. What I think needs to be changed with show day. Oh lordy. Okay. All right. Best utter is a class that you <laughs> sign up for. Yes. With the fair. Yes. Why, if they need, if they need that money, why don't they have it be like a fifteen dollar sign or twenty dollars to sign up all of your milkers for best utter, and then if the judge picks that dough for best utter, they place her obviously in the placings. And then, you know, for the show, Best Utter and Show, it's actually the best utters of the show and not people like me who, quote unquote, didn't sign up my dough for Best Utter. The judge picks them so then they can see the best utters. Because it's a premium class. So, but yeah. and they go one, you get premiums because they are placed one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. They so go down they the do line. That. Yeah, but if you just pay the $20 or whatever for Best Utter. For like your whole herd, if say you have five milkers, 20 bucks, so four bucks a dough. If you have 40, like you brought, you know, two bucks a dough. So that way it's manageable. But then the judge can pick them. And that way, if somebody quote unquote forgot to sign up for best utter. The best part is this happens every year. It does. Somebody just forgets to sign up. Mine was on it. Mine was on it. Now, my dry yearling hail somehow was not on it. We're not going to talk about that. I made an oopsie. 
but Jem was on Best Utter and it wasn't on their sheet and I couldn't find it on my stupid phone because the service was bad and I was cranky and I was, yeah, small violins, Danielle, small violins. Do you know who won Best Utter for Recorded Grades? I'm not going to talk bad about them, but it was a handful of It utter. was a doe in the one ring. It was a doe who was nursing kids yes. and was nursing and was not backed and, up for the show. Well, no, it is true. But there is the fact that paperwork needs to be done correctly. I, so. I think that best utter is done wrong. I don't I don't just I disagree because you enter your top two and uh, uh, you enter your top two, you put them in and uh, no. Yeah. Enter your herd no and let the judge pick. And you can still place <laughs> them on the papers. Pay 40 bucks. That should be enough for your full herd. It's going to be the same amount of money for the fair or even more. And then you get a premium. It's the same thing, except the judge gets to be like, well, that's my best utter for this class. And that's my best utter. Not, okay, guys, hold on. We need to line up for best utter. Um, okay, judge, go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. That one right there is not in best utter. She wasn't signed up. Okay, she gets out of there. Okay, we've got this to choose from. And the judge's eyes go, hmm? Well, it would be the same as if somebody didn't enter a herd class and they had I enough guess. animals to do a herd. I don't like it. Uh, well. I don't have to like it. You don't have to like it. You just have to get your entries in properly. And you don't want to have a We're fight. I got it in. It was on. You want me to pull it up right now? You're, you can find it now? Yes. We're going to pull it up right now. I'm not pulling it up right now. I know. You're not pulling it up right now. Because we have to wrap up here shortly. But... You're going to go take pictures. Oh, yeah. Family pictures. They're taking the, the kids' pictures right now. Because we have such a large contingency of two- and three-year-olds right now, the girls are, like, all the same age. So there's five or six now. Five? Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. Because you don't have... Yeah. So uh, they get like a, a group picture that's just a disaster every year. And thankfully, I'm missing it right now. But we do have to get poor Danielle yesterday, which this must have been a comical sight. I'm surprised the pictures turned out well. Or that you my have goats, a good photographer. That's yeah. very true. <laughs> the person setting up was a little bit wasted. And the, this was the, after John's drink of the day. Yes. The and then the. The, they turned out good, except for the dry yearling just looked a little wonky. So we got to retake that, take the family photo, and then we'll be good. Do I have to take some pictures for you? No, you might have to. <laughs> you might have to use your hands and like do gorilla noises and stuff like that. I've got keys and stuff. There we go. Are perfect. you getting? Are you taking pictures today? I am. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So you're gonna. Are you bagged up for it? I'm just doing kids. Oh. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I you can look can. ridiculous. Yeah, I do it every yeah, I mean, day. Exactly. <laughs> I, I have to say, I have not been a person of Walmart this week. I feel like I dressed appropriately every day. Okay. Yes, I will give you that one. Next year, short shorts and a mustache, though, I'm saying. It's Your happening. Poor wife. <laughs> you know. So it was, I guess we'll wrap up with me saying, and then you can wrap it up. It was a good week. I love seeing a familiar face back at Dutchess County with Margaret. She mm -hmm. was here. She was helping out. She was checking everybody in the classes and doing a good job. So it seemed like she had fun kind of going down memory lane, watching mm -hmm. all the 4-Hers and stuff. And it was a successful show. 
I hate that every time we do well is be- after people are like, oh, how do you think you're gonna do? I'm like, ah, we're just we're just here for fun. And then we do well. And then I feel like a jerk. So yeah, it was a good week. Good family time. Yeah. No, I mean the showing is just such a minor aspect of why we're here. Right. And it's the friends and family that we hang out with. It's the memories we make each year. Breaking into campers. Exactly. You know, Things the, like the stories that. stories that you'll tell for years. Exactly. That make it worthwhile. And Yeah. So we had a good week. It was a good week to be a dairy goat person. At and the show Dutchess it. County Fair. And I showed a cow. Oh, yeah. You I did. Showed, I showed a couple cows. So Look at you. Look at me. I'm turning into a cow guy. Oh, boy. We're already planning getting jerseys. Getting out of goats forever. Yep, exactly. This will turn into ringside. The dairy the animal dairy cow, podcast. <laughs> the dairy cow and goat podcast. Yeah. It'll be great. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, do we have anything else? No, I think that's it. All right. Well, Danielle, if people want to leave us a review about this episode and how crazy we just were where can they find us and leave a review and all that good stuff you can find us at dairygoatpodcast.com you can follow us on instagram at ringside underscore goat underscore podcast you can find us on facebook we're ringside and american dairy goat podcast we are on tiktok ringside podcast and you can listen to us and subscribe and leave us a review at ringside or at on apple Podcasts, spotify wherever you listen to your podcasts I can't believe that you don't have this written down because I thought like the like forever now I'm like she has it on her notes and she just pulls it up while I'm like you just go off the top of your head. Yeah. Well, that's great. I mean, good for you. Anyway, this has been Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast. I'm John. And I'm Danielle. And everything was accurately scored. We'll catch you on the next one. Ringside, an American Dairy Goat podcast, is not an affiliate of the American Dairy Goat Association. All opinions or information regarding the ADGA does not represent the registry.